This is a slaying moment. everybody and welcome back to another episode of Slaying for Me. I am your host Alexis A. McCoy. Welcome back for those of you that are new to the episode and new to this podcast. Um, I am your host Alexis A. McCoy and those that have come back again every week. I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. So we are um, in the second week of April. Oh, child, we almost to summer, which I'm so excited about. I love spring. Spring, you know, it ha- it's been having its moments. It's been a little cold lately. I, I'm, you know, I'm ready for the f- the fifty, the high fifties and high sixties weather, so I can pull out my little cute little jacket, wear my little cute pants, and all of that type of stuff. I'm just ready to get cute for spring, wear my colors. Um, but this this weather has been having to rex a little bit so you know it's been up and down yeah sometimes you got to put on your coat sometimes you put on your, your leather jacket you just don't know what to do and i don't want to get sick okay so you know i got to follow what the weather is saying what the temperature is saying but nevertheless we are in the second week of april and um the end of march all the way up until this point, I've been really being stretched by God, y'all. Like, I, I've been being stretched, honey. When I tell you stretched, like the leggings that's on a person that has extended its stay, honey, the stretch and the elastic in the pair of leggings that are falling down off. We all got some. We all have experienced some leggings that we've outstretched, we've outused, we've overused, and we got to move on to the next thing. That is me. I've been getting, God has been stretching my, stretching my faith, stretching my patience. I spoke about, um, um, working my patience muscles last last week i hope y'all got that i've been definitely trying to get you know i don't know if it's a trolley horse in my leg or a trolley horse in my faith honey that needs to be worked out but it is definitely um getting this workout in and it's definitely getting um you know i'm def- i'm definitely being stretched so last week um i was just dealing with a bunch of stuff life stuff you know it's a lot of things that i'm being challenged on being tested on and you know it's not easy it's not an easy road <laughs> when you're going through something like even me as a positive person i'm very i'm very positive i believe that my faith is very strong in god and i believe in god's purpose for my life and his plan but sometimes it ain't easy with the plan because you know i believe in god's plan but i also want my plan to come to fruition as well so you know sometimes me and god ain't on the same page or you know sometimes i the reality is i'm not on the same page as god and you know he has his own plan for my life right and sometimes that plan that he got just ain't working for me okay but nevertheless i still keep my faith and in the midst of that sometimes i get a little frustrated i get a little impatient and i you know i have a little temper tantrum for those of you who do not and y'all you know your faith is strong and you walk in um and you're you keep your eye on the go i want to be like you when i grow up but as of right now i'm growing in and stretching right now to be like you and it is not an easy process so Last week, I definitely was going through a, a lot of emotional roller coasters and a lot of talking to God and God revealing to me a lot of things and challenging my thought process, the way that I look at life, the way that I, you know, my expectations for how I want my life to to, to be, um, all of that stuff. 
<laughs> that can be a lot. It's a lot, you know, especially because I'm 33 and, you know, you get to a point in your life where you're like, dang, I thought I had been through some stuff. But when I look back over my life, I really have not experienced a lot of things in life that most people my age would have experienced or a lot of people um, in my circle specifically, you know, um, have experienced some really traumatic things and have gone through things that I'm going through right now already before they even reach this age. And I'm like here, like, why am I late to the party? Why am I late? Yeah. But I also realized and somebody reminded me that, you know, your season in which you go through something, it's no time limit. You go through that season, you know, it's no age limit on when you're supposed to stretch. God, you know, wants to stretch you in a time when it's the time for you to be stretched when it, when he's ready to take you to another level. And sometimes we forget about that. You know, we think that as I know as a millennial, as a millennial, I'd be like, oh, you know, I'm grown. I don't already been through that. You know, I, I should have been through this or whatever. That should have, would have, could have. If God wants to stretch you, he going to stretch you at 33. He going to stretch you at 55. He going to stretch you at 66, at 79. When, when the stretch is supposed to happen for his purpose, for him to uh, promote you or take you to another season in your life, it don't matter what age you are or how, what situation it is that you have not gone through. He's, he's going to do it. He's going to do the testing part. So last week I definitely was being tested and I still am. You know, like I had a little moment this, this morning before I recorded and I know I spoke about it last week that I normally do a cleansing. I burn the sage and I had to do that today. I had to ultimately, you know, I had to definitely burn the sage, take some time, take a moment to myself, center myself before I get on here and speak with you guys so I can get my thoughts together because, you know, I do have, I call them stretch moments where I have my moments where I'm like, oh my God, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's happening. I call them my stretch moments so I can get over them. And then I go into prayer I go into scripture you know I go to my happy place I go to my self-care moments so um for me this whole week that I've been dealing with my stretching moments I either were right like I Lucretia um spoke about this on an episode last month how she journals and how her transition about um journaling has helped her re um you know write her book and discover some things about herself and you know help her guide herself through finding her confidence which I thought was great so shout out to her for even sharing that with us but it was like interesting because I never was the journaling type like I always would like speak how I feel out loud or a vlog which is a form of journaling but I you know vlogging to myself and going back like I have videos it's so strange I have videos from when I was um I had first moved to New York and before I went to New York I had like this vision board I had a vision board of all of the things that I wanted to do and the plans and my you know my goals and things that I wanted to accomplish and I had like I was vlogging every day like oh you know I'm gonna get there and then, you know I know things are not gonna be perfect and I remember um I had when I moved back to new when I moved back to the east coast I had received a job and I was so excited I was like oh my god the job was temporary but I was like okay I'm you know after my contract is up I can decide if I'm gonna stay or if I'm gonna leave and when my contract was up 
I was looking for other employment and it just was not child. It was not coming through. It was not coming through. Like I was applying for jobs, applying for jobs and nothing was like, nobody was grabbing me up. Nobody was snatching me up. And I thought I was like talented, honey. And, um, I remember doing this video and I was like talking, speaking to myself and motivating myself through this video. And I, a couple of years ago, no, I think it was like last year I was in a place of, um, feeling like, Oh dang, I don't know what's going on. And normally when I do that, I normally go to scripture. I go to moments in my life that I've experienced certain feelings and I look at it and that particular video came up. And then the video, I was just like, you know, God got me. I'm going to be okay. I'm going to get over this. This too shall pass. And I was speaking this in the video to myself, but I was talking as if I was speaking to someone else. Like I was motivating someone else. I was crying. It was the ugliest cry in the world in the video. I was ugly crying like a mug, but when I saw that video, oh my God, rejuvenated my spirit. I was like, you know what? If God, if this, that happened in 2016 and we're talking about fast forward to 2020 of 2020, 2021 of last year, child, that video motivated me and it was five, five, six years ago. Right. So I, um, always try to remember that when I'm going through my moments, my, my stretching moments in life, because I feel like, um, I'm, you know, writing through it. And now that I'm in a journaling aspect of my life and I'm writing down like the other day, last week, I had um, a moment at work and I was like crying. I was so sad. And I was like really dealing with something. And I just decided to like write what I was feeling like I needed to get those emotions out and how I was feeling and why I was going through this and you know what I was thinking because sometimes I feel like we allow for stuff to ball up inside of us and we for we have to release that we have to release that energy of you know I had the feelings of doubt insecurity unsurety you know um unsurety I don't think that's a word but I just made that up um and, you know, confusion, you know, not enoughness, all of those negative energies that, uh, the, you know, the evil spirit or doubt or negative energy allows to jump into you and cause you to go into this downward down spiral and causes for your mind and your body to be tensed up and stressed. You know, you have to release that. And um, I was at work and I was at my desk and I was like really going I was really dealing with something like I was really having a moment, a stretching moment. And I just cut everything off and just started like writing, typing on my, um, my desktop computer, all of my feelings. And I went through my feelings and I was able at the end of me writing and getting all my feelings out, I was just like, you know, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to get through this. And this, this is just a, a moment in life that I'm being stretched. I'm being tested. And I was able to release that. And, you know, it was a 15 minute situation that I was going through, but I was able to, my day went better when I released that energy and I didn't hold on to, and I didn't hold my breath. Cause I find a lot of times when I'm going through something, I hold my breath a lot. And they say, and it's so funny because one of the ministers at our church back in the day, she used to say, don't, you know, when we are tense, we hold our breath, we hold the tension instead of just releasing it. And I released it on that piece of paper. 
And in that, you know, on that document, on that word document, I released it and I allowed for myself to like, let it go and move past it. So this whole week, that's what I've been focusing on. And knowing that I'm being tested, knowing that God is taking me and stretching me and I'm being challenged with a lot of different things that are so like these curveballs that are being thrown at me. Chow. I don't even know how to catch. And I don't even got the mittens to even catch. It's too many, honey. They gonna it's like the the ball that go through the machine, like the tennis ball when you're trying to swing chair and the balls be going all over the place. That's me right now. And uh, you know, I'm not <laughs> I'm 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 just getting a lot of curve balls. I'm getting a lot of tennis balls thrown at me and I got my racket, but I'm trying to swing them all at the, I'm trying to swing, but some of them I'm missing, some of them I'm I'm getting together, some of them, some of the balls got to come back, they got to go back through the thing and be thrown at me again for me to get the swing together. So this whole week, what has I spoke about I spoke about self-care week before at the beginning of the process of me starting a podcast. And I did like a self-care. What, what brings me joy? What's my self-care? Um, on my Instagram, I spoke about it. So it's still up there on it for, if, for you guys that want to check it out. I did like a self, self-care week in February. Um, and it was like every day I posted something that brings me, you know, helps me and, um, helps me pour back into myself this whole week. What's been helping me calm my storm, my internal storm and helping me through my stretch and like release my energy, um, my negative energy and turning it to something positive has been embroidering. Like I spoke about it on my self-care week, but when I tell you embroidering has been my like my lifesaver and watching Netflix, like I've been watching like all of these shows, like all of these international um international tv shows which i'm loving like i am a binge watcher on netflix once i find a show chat i got to commit to the end it don't matter if it's voiceovers it don't matter if i don't understand the language i'm in it okay i just believe in allowing for myself to experience the artwork to its fullness to the end allow for myself to really go dive into it and I've been watching like a lot of great international um television shows and I've I've been embroidering honey and looking at it and binge watching and allowing for myself to to um have some type of joy I believe in having joy not just happiness and it's so funny I was talking to my husband about this not too long ago and I'm a get into what the show is about I'm a little long window of my intro but I'm okay with that um I was speaking to my husband about this the other day. I was like, you know, one thing that I discovered about myself this week is that um, I've been praying and asking God for, I just want to be happy. God. I just want to be happy. I just want to be happy. Happiness is temporary. Instead of me saying, I just want to have joy. So on Friday, I, um, when I was, I told you, I got, I had like a little stretching moment, y'all. And, um, on Friday, I decided I was going to go watch like some inspirational stuff, stuff to get my spirit up high, you know, stuff that's going to motivate me and, and get my mind off of the things that are not um of me. Right. So I had the opportunity to listen to watch um Sarah Jakes Roberts um interview with I'm going to say her name wrong, but it's the girl from Insecure. Her name is Yvonne orgy i be think i think so if i'm not saying it right y'all please don't judge me because you know i struggle with names but i think her name is yvonne yvonne or yvonne 
orgy, but she's from Insecure. And she did, uh, Sarah Jakes Robert had did an interview with her. When I tell you her energy, the energy, the conversation about how they spoke about God and the, just the conversation in general, her energy, I was so overjoyed watching her. Like, I, you know, I'm one of those people I love when people are themselves authentically and they just don't care. They're themselves in real life and and in God's eyes, you know, and they're always working on being better versions of themselves. That when I tell you that interview filled my my spirit, like I was overjoyed. I was cheesing watching her tell her story. I was so excited for her. And I love that feeling. And then I watched the Terrell show. I don't know if y'all watch the Terrell show when they do the, um, they do the, uh, it's like music. What would they call it? It's like word association. Yeah. So when they, he throws out the words and people sing and he had Coco Jones on there. And I don't know if you guys know who Coco is. Everybody should know who Coco is, but she's playing Hillary in the new series, um, Bel Air, but also Coco is from the Disney channel. And, um, Coco and Terrell, their energy, oh my God. When you see them together, you can tell that they genuinely appreciate one another. And I was like, the joy that I saw in their relationship was just so authentic and it just brought me so much joy. And I was like, that's what I want. I want, I love, I know why. Um, I, you know, I speak about happiness, but happiness is, is not, it's only temporary, temporary, but the joy of life, the relationships that I have with people, the connections that I build with people, the, 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 the things that we pour into one another, that brings me joy knowing that, you know, it's people out here that are, um, loving, caring, um, and it's people that are, um, living out their passions. And I told my husband the other day, cause my husband, makes he has a um creative house and he makes handbags paint in the blue shout out to paint in the blue um and he was creating the bag yesterday yesterday no it was the other day friday um last friday and he was like i was watching him doing his process and i could see the joy that he had in creating the bag and it brought me joy and I was like you know joy just is everlasting it is and it's just so deep when you think about it in context but anyway so um I I just love moments like that it's just amazing and I I feel like this whole week me embroidering has brought me joy it's brought me peace it's brought me a calmness inside of me that I just don't I, I don't have to fight it. It just, it comes naturally. I don't have to force it to happen. It doesn't like, it doesn't make me, it, it's not an escape. It's a, a an embrace. I don't know how to explain that, but I think I just did. But anyway, that was my week. I hope that uh y'all got something out of that chair. But anyway, so in the process of me um going through my, episodes or my stretches as I my you know my stretching moments as I call them I a a question came to me and I was like am I really praying ready for what I'm praying for right and the reason why I thought about that is because it's a lot of situations that we as people go through in life and the things that we spoke out into the world, spoken, spoken to the universe is like our version of a prayer or manifesting things that we want in our life. And we never really sit and think, hey, are we really ready 
for what we're asking the universe for or what we're asking God for or what we're praying for? Are we really ready? Do, do Have you ever really sat down and be like, you know, my God, I want that. I want that million dollars. I want a million dollars. God, just send me a million. Are you really ready for that million dollars that you're asking God for? Because, I mean, have you really sort out some things, your financial situations? Are you really ready? Are you really mentally, physically, and spiritually ready for that million dollars? Probably not. When you really sit and think, God, I want that. I want a Tesla. Are you really ready for the Tesla for real? Do you know where you're going to park this car? Do you know the insurance that it costs to have a Tesla? Are you ready for the car note? Are you ready for the maintenance on this car? Like, are you really ready? Have you really like set and thought to yourself, am I really ready for what I'm really praying for? So I'm about to get into my business, y'all. So I have been, me and my husband have made the decision that we're going to work on a baby this year and we decided last year we was like oh we're gonna start next year working on a kid and you know I'm so excited I'm so ready to be a mom like I'm so excited about being a parent um but also I didn't never sit and think am I ready right am I really ready for what you know children are expensive not only expensive financially but expensive with time energy mental capacity am I really ready champ am I really ready I think that I am but am I really ready so um Earlier this year in February, I had hernia surgery and it was like an abdominal hernia surgery that I had. And um, for some reason, I just thought that I'm going to have this surgery. I'm going to take my time to heal, right? It's going to take me a couple of months, right? And then I'm going to go ahead and start working on having my baby. Okay. And um, something jumped into my spirit. I was sitting somewhere and I was dealing. I was like in the recovery process of my hernia surgery and something was like research how long the recovery they said that the recovery takes 10 weeks but it was like research about hernias pertaining to pregnancy and i read i researched and i had like an article um i had like a document that they had gave me about like recovery but i was researching and it was like oh you need to wait at least a year from your surgery and to to start conceiving or get pregnant because you need to allow for yourself to fully have a year to heal and I was like oh they lie <laughs> I was like they lie they lie so I proceeded to go home I, ca- I went home and I went to the document that they gave me and it said the same thing you talking about somebody was devastated it was me child I was out here crying I called my husband like we ain't gonna baby have the kid it's gonna be crazy he was like well I kind of figured that when you had the surgery then why didn't you why you ain't seeing an SOS bro like why didn't you say anything but I mean I wouldn't have listened anyway let's be honest because I was just like I really want this kid like what are we doing so I got the news I'm talking um to my mom about it and she was like Alexis it's not that bad like you can wait a whole nother year I was like but that ain't the plan that's what we that that's not what I pray for I pray to God to say Lord let us have a baby this this year what we doing why is we got to wait Lord so I was like uh devastated I didn't I I had no words. I was just like, why? Why is this happening right now? Like, I'm just, 
I just want to have my baby and, you know, be pregnant and for us to start our family and all that type of stuff. But then my mom asked me the question. She was like, well, you know, it's some other things that you guys want to accomplish. She didn't say, are you ready for your, are you ready? My husband was like, well, there's some things that we need to, we need to take care of. of and there's some things that we need to do. And I was looking at them like, I don't care about what y'all talking about. It, we said we were going to have this baby this year. We're going to work on having the baby. We need to be working. Okay. So I never really took into consideration. So I started to do more research on my own. I was like, okay, it had to be some people that had got pregnant, yeah, after they had their abdominal hernia surgery. So I started researching. When I tell you all of the researches that I did was so painful, so, so, uh, jarring like a lot of women was like i've missed so much pain my body is in pain because my body is growing it's so painful my my pregnancy was like not great like i didn't enjoy it because i was in so much pain i was like oh child so when i read that i was like look (laughs) i was like look okay maybe i should wait because my tolerance for pain low to the flow dip it low like like Christina really dip it low and I ain't bringing it back up slow I'm not doing it (laughs) so my tolerance of pain is so low so when I read that I was like maybe they right like (laughs) maybe they I might want it but maybe I need to like wait because I want to be able to enjoy my pregnancy I don't want to be in pain all day so I was like I had came to the you know conclusion that you know I needed to wait. And I was like, you know, I'm not ready. I'm re- I'm praying for something that I'm not ready for. And for me, the top of the list for in this particular situation, and God was trying to tell me, the top of the list is you recovering from your surgery. You don't want to be in a, I didn't want to be in a situation. He didn't want, he doesn't want me to be in a situation where I'm in pain. I'm struggling. I'm painful. And I'm I'm going through all of this and then I'm like, God, well, why would you, he don't want me to do all that. He don't even want me to get to that point. So, um, the top of the list for me was, you know, waiting to, to get pregnant and has it been a challenge for me to like really accept that? Absolutely. But it wasn't as bad of a challenge for me when I realized the, the risk that I was putting myself through, you know, I would, I would put myself through if I got pregnant, all of the risks that came along with that, you know, I felt like the reason why, and then I had to go to the origin of why I really wanted this baby this month, this year, right? I wanted to be a parent because I didn't want my, you know, my, my mother who was a little older and our parents, his parents are seasoned as well to miss out on their grandchildren, you know, and you know, You want to plan all of that stuff. You don't, you know, I want my mom to be there when I have my first child and it's going to be her last grandbaby with her only daughter. And he wants his mother and his family and his grandmother to be there when we have our first child, because it will be his first child and it'll be their last grandchild. So, you know, everybody is excited and we want them to participate. But at the end of the day, that's not what the plan is for right now and it doesn't mean that it that the moment you know we cannot plan around death or somebody losing someone around age because you know if god gonna take them he gonna take them regardless if we like it or not and so that was one thing that i had to to really get over and 
accept okay Alexis are you really doing this because you really want to be a parent are you doing this because you don't want the people in your life to miss out on such a, a blessing or a moment in life that you feel like they deserve to be a part of I'm really selfish <laughs> when it comes to moments with my mom and my family especially my mom because my mom is older so I'm really selfish like I already have family members like a lot of my family members my cousins and stuff already got kids they pregnant they got kids they they got plenty of kids they've had baby showers they all you know my mom has seen me get married but I don't want her to miss out on that moment of like spoiling my kids like that's selfish I know but I'm just being honest that's my real feelings and you know I took all of that into consideration like dang I was doing this for other people instead of doing it to the glory of God and realizing that I'm bringing a child in the world to me personally and molding another human being is so important I want our child or our children because I would love to have twins but you know I'll just take the one if you know God that's what he want to do but you know the whatever children we bring into the world they're going to be an impact to the world and I want them to fully come into something that is we're ready we're ready completely so Sarah um Jake Roberts always talks about she did a uh a sermon about putting skin in the game and I, I correlate that with, are you putting in your 10,000 hours? We always talking about that. But when you praying for some art, have you put the 10,000 hours in? Have you put the skin in the game, honey? And I had to really like dissect that. You know, we talk about, um, you know, as parents, having children is expensive financially. It really is. And when you think about, I mean, the first step to parenting for me is making sure that you're before the kid even come that your finances is in order. I'm not saying you have to be a millionaire. You got to have, you know, you got to own like a big, big, I was about to say a big ass house. You, you know, but your finances got to be in order. You got to know how you're going to be able to include this other person into your life and making sure you're financially literate about your finances, not the finances that society say you should have. Oh, girl, you should have $250,000 in the savings account. That's great if you do that, if that's your goal and that's how you do it. But finances is order like, hey, it's some debt that I need to pay off before this child come or it's some things that I want to get in order. I want to do a uh, um, college fund for my kid. I want to make sure that we have our house paid off. You know, those are financial. Those are little small things that you can do to get your finances in order before a child comes. And I was like, if, are my finances in order? Child, they get in there. I'm financially literate about what I'm doing, but it's some things, some other financial things that I need to work on and work through. So I was like, I ain't even putting no skin in the game. I got my skin. I got my finger in the game, but it's some more skin that I need to put in the game. And also, do we have enough space for the child at this moment? Yes, I think we do have enough space, but do we need more space? Absolutely. Absolutely need more space to house a child. If I'm talking about, you know, my mom, our parents coming. We need some place to house the child. We need some place to house the parents when they come. Because the parents ain't going to just come and just be like, oh, we just going to stay for a day. We're going to stay for a couple of, you know, we're going to stay for a couple of hours. 
my parents will be my mom will be traveling from St. Louis, Missouri. So wherever we at, she ain't coming to stay for no day. She gonna be here for a couple of days or a couple of weeks. Ditto for his family. We live in a whole different town. They just not gonna be like, I'm gonna just drive up and then we gonna drive back. No, when they come and visit the child, they wanna come and visit the child and be immersed in the world. Do we have enough space in that? No, we don't. And that's you know, also for us one thing about me and my husband we right now we're in a situation where we're like where do we want to be what have we decided where we really want to be that's skin in the game have we put in our ten thousand hours we're figuring out where we want to reside you know everything edge and flows you know god pushes you and moves you wherever he wants you to be and wherever he wants you to go but you still got to put you know faith without work is dead so you still got to put some work in you can have all the faith in the world but if you ain't moving chill you got to move somewhere so putting some skin in the game another thing is i personally have big projects that i want to accomplish and it's going to take a lot more time finances energy all of that type of stuff and me i made up in my mind i think i told somebody this they was like well girl how you gonna be pregnant and you gonna be doing all this stuff i said girl i'm willing I'm willing. I was ready to be pregnant and all on set for 16 hours doing whatever I needed to do. And as much and somebody was like, girl, you acting like superwoman. And I was like, as mothers, we, you know, people that are mothers feel, you know, that superwoman thing is so real. It's like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do everything. But really, in reality, you know, we we, you know, sometimes being a superwoman can become impossible. And, you know, when you think about it in the context, when I, as a pregnant person, you get to your point where you're like, I just want to sit down, honey. And, you know, that song, go let it. <laughs> sometimes you guys, you're going to have those moments where you're going to be like, I need to go let out, go let out. And, you know, I'm already a resting person myself in general. So, child, I can only imagine when I'm creating a human being to go to let go they go lay down spirit <laughs> it's gonna hit me okay so you know i have to be that skin in the game on that it's like you know this year might be the situation where I'm, i need to fulfill a lot of more things and, and get a lot of you know projects that i've already had on the line you know they can't be paused they can't be on hot because of the baby so god doing you know setting everything up in this way is my way of accomplishing some other things and postponing some things. And, you know, me and my husband just got married in 2021. So we, although we've been together for three years and it's been a great process, um, although we've been together, we've been together for four years and married a, coming up on a year in, in um, June, you know, marriage is totally different from being boyfriend and girlfriend, but it's so different. And, you know, it's some things that we definitely need to, you know, work out. It's some things, it's some conversations that we need to, and some time that we need to spend together as married folks. Prime example, and some things that we still need to filter out. So example is understanding our parenting styles. So we want to be parents. We're excited to be parents. We're excited to be mom and dad, have a little person running around that looks just like us, that has our name, that has both of our personalities. Great. But also we had to have, uh, you know, we, we 
I feel like I said before, parenting happens before the child even arrives, before the child is conceived. And we um, not too long ago had a conversation about um, how young or old our teenage future child should be before they date and how old or young the person they should be dating. Right. And the of course, the conversation sounds crazy when you're talking about like if somebody was in the room like, why is y'all talking about this? The kid ain't even y'all ain't even made the kid. But to us, that was a big deal because, you know, you need to know what your parenting style is. If we're talking about having a child, we need to know what the parenting style is, how we're going to be. Because at the end of the day, we're a team. Regardless, you know, we're bringing in this this individual into the world, but we're a team, we're a unit. So in order for us to be on the same page, we need to know what page we are on in the book. If I'm on page two and he on page 17, that ain't going to work with when it comes to parenting. So we uh had to have a conversation about that. And I realized his point of view, I saw his point of view, and it made me change the perspective, you know, th- my point of view a little bit and, and see his point of view a lot. Um, and I feel like, you know, when you say you're praying for something, have you really, are you really ready? And I wanted to share that with you guys, because I feel like we all are in a season where we're asking the universe and God and, and we're speaking things into existence and, you know, are we really ready? Are we really ready? Have you really put skin in the game? Have you really set and thought your thoughts and thought over all of the things that can possibly happen? Not saying that sometimes it's okay to like ask guys for something to then start moving. I'm not saying that that's not good. But sometimes when we're praying constantly, are we asking the universe constantly? Are we speaking things into the universe constantly? Are we really ready? Do you know, you know, inside yourself and self and in your, in your spirit, you know, deep down in, inside yourself when you're really ready. Cause you have moments where the voice or that internal voice will speak to you and be like, you asking for this, but you're not moving like you are ready or you're, pre- you're preparing yourself for what's supposed to happen. So, you know, for me, I find myself asking myself that question a lot a lot these days because I want to make sure that whatever I'm praying for, make sure that I'm mentally, physically, and spiritually ready. And I put some skin in the game. I'm, you know, I have faith, but I'm working as well. I'm working. Faith without work is dead. And I want to make sure that I'm working. So my faith, my faith is there, but I want to make sure that I'm putting the work in. I'm putting skin in the game. So when God decides to promote me or bless me with the child, I'm ready. I'm not out here looking crazy or looking dumbfound about something that I asked God for. I won't be out here like, oh, well, God, I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. I I wasn't ready for this. No, I want to be ready when I have my, my baby. When we, when the day that God says, oh, it's your turn, Jeff. I want to be ready for that. So, I mean, I wanted to share that with you guys because I feel like a lot of times we forget to look inside ourselves when we're asking for something and look inside ourselves and look deep and, you know, analyze our situations and really be truthful instead of just um, saying it because we we want to say it. It's because we want it. I want it. I want that chair. So I'm going to say it and I'm going to speak what I want and not really assessing the situation and say, am I ready? Am I ready for what I want? 
Am I ready for what I'm asking for? And sometimes we just got to speak a real truth to ourselves, and we got to say it. We got to say it out loud. We got to put it on a piece of paper and be like, look, I'm not ready for real. And these are the things that I need to do to get myself ready. But anyway, I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. I love, love, love being vulnerable with you guys. And I love speaking my truth because little do you know, I listen back to the episodes and I'll be like, child, that's me. Child, I need to work on it. And I listen not listening to my voice but listening as a person that needs motivation sometimes like I love being able to sow seeds into people's lives but sometimes I definitely need that a lot so you know I listen as a person that don't that's not a part of the show I know it's me talking but sometimes I I morph my voice in my ears into somebody else's voices if they're talking to me. So um, I hope that this was a great episode. I want you guys to go ahead and follow us and go ahead and listen. You can check us out on Spotify. You can check us out on Apple Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and RaiseWorksNetwork.com. Guys, go ahead and check out. I have a whole page on RaiseWorks. And um, don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Alana Fuss. Also on TikTok as a as Alana Fuss. I look, let me tell you, TikTok, I'm gonna get back into it. Hopefully when the weather changes, I'll do a lot more. But um I just been kind of low-key. So be patient with me on TikTok. You can also follow me on Twitter. And I also have a Facebook page. It's Alexis A. McCoy Gonzalez, which is my married name, which I'm so excited that I have. Um so go ahead and follow me on Facebook and guys. Remember that slaying for you is the best lifestyle to live. Have a blessed week. Bye.